Hello, and good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format, and sometimes the Explorer format. Hmm. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I am your host, Kevin Finkel, joined here with my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan, the Cardboard Samurai out of the uh, Tokyo area of Japan. All right, so it's that time again. You're going to try and convince me to go play some Pioneer on Arena uh, which is something that they've been calling Explorer, mm. and I'll tell you that I've been busy and barely have time to play on Moto, which is where I currently prefer to play. Yeah, um, yeah, we talked about that last time, but you know, to, yeah, to we talked about own, that last time. You know, but here we go. We've got yet another. Uh, I mean, we've got yet another uh, Explorer anthology out, and it's making Explorer look a lot closer yes, to Pioneer. Yes. Um, you know, I think that this one has a lot of what we had put on our list of yep. like, hey, we still really need this. Yep. Um, so I'm excited to, you know, kind of go through this list and see what here. So, yeah, why, why do you talk about what you actually have planned for this episode? Yeah. So uh, like we did last time when we had Explore Anthology 1, we kind of went over all the cards that like, were coming out in the set. And then uh, we're going to talk about how this will fit into Explorer and also at the end kind of talk about how close are we to Pioneer? That's just the... Uh, the overarching theme of this uh, this week's episode. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna try to convert you. I will convert you eventually, but I think it's yeah. I just need the time to be able yeah. to, uh, to play. It. You know, I downloaded it on my phone after the last episode. Maybe this time I'll actually go and play it once on my. Phone. I mean, you get like I said, just go there and open packs because like you get like yeah. hundreds and I want to say hundreds, but you get tons of free packs. Uh, which is nice. That's kind of fun. It gives you that feeling of like you know when you're starting out as a magic player and you open, you oh, like yeah. you buy like your first twenty packs and you just build total jank to take the FNM. That that's that's <sighs> yeah, but that's the I don't like playing jank. <laughs> I want to play real decks. Well, you can to eventually, play more real decks. but you got you do have to grind some coins out. That's that's yeah, that's the problem. Is I, I don't I don't see much enjoyment out of like playing a bad deck that I know is bad. Mm. That that's a whole another topic yeah. though. Yeah. So. Let's get started. Uh, let's talk about all of these new cards. What cards are going to be added in the next anthology? So I sent you a link. You want to open that up and check that out? Yeah, that's what I've got open. I wish there was a better way this was sorted. Let me see. Yeah, they don't have them sorted that well. I mean, I guess it's sort by default. We could do A to Z or, yeah. Yeah, I can't do by color for some you reason. You can't do by color. Not on this <laughs> right. website. Yeah, we're using a, a website for this. Um, I mean, do you want to do just the uh, the Wooberg order first, or do you just want to go like how it's listed? Sure, yeah, let's run through it Wooberg-ishly. All right, so first off, we're going to just talk about, well, I guess if you want to, we could kind of do this at the same time, is what's what do we have coming to Explorer, and how will it fit in? Like where where do you see this card fitting in the best in the format? So okay, for example, Brave the Elements, one card that got spoiled. If anybody didn't know what that is, it says choose a color and white creatures you control gain protection from the chosen color until the end of the turn. This is a key card in the white humans, or I would say white X humans decks to push through damage. And having this is definitely going to make humans a better deck in the explorer format. So. You want to choose the next? Yes, yeah, so that, that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Oh, I mean, do we want to go more yeah, if you, into depth? If you on want that? to, I know that you wanted to. I think so because it, it is a really important card in all of those mono white human lists, and those have been doing very well in Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking, you know, best of three tier list on playing MTG mm-hmm. for playing Explorer, and I don't see any mono white yeah. at all. So, what what else are we missing from that deck right now? Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I think maybe we'll get to that at the end. We can do that at the end. I just want to go over Ooh, okay, like well, I just want to go over what's being right. what's coming to the format <laughs> and and like how it's going to fit enough. in. Fair enough. I'll leave that open. I don't see anything else missing from that deck, mm-hmm. so that might be really good yeah. here. But maybe I'm wrong, or maybe one of the other ones is also coming here shortly. You want to talk about the next one? You want to choose it? Because you, I think you've been talking uh, about this forever, right? What Mutavault? Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry that that's where i was uh, talking about as far as uh, mono white humans that mutavault mm-hmm. i'm so shocked that this was not already on uh on arena because this is enormous for the for a lot of pioneer mm. honestly yeah so uh, um, aside from humans i'm excited about this besides besides from humans i think that the other deck that i feel like really utilizes it right now is stuff like the green red vehicles mm-hmm. and i'm again gonna pop over to the tier list okay it shows up a little bit in uh in explorer They've got it at B tier right now. Maybe that will help it. You know, it should be a deck that preys on Rakdos midrange very well, mm-hmm. which I know is one of the top decks in the format. So I would love to see if giving that deck a little bit more power helps it, uh, you know, pl- beat down on that bad boy. Uh, I know it doesn't see playing elves, but are there any other tribal decks that could possibly use Mutavault? Goblins? Uh, Maybe. <laughs> humans? Uh, you know, Spirits doesn't really... Soldiers? Soldiers could maybe, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of also a humans deck. Yeah, uh, Merfolk, <laughs> which is not playable. Uh, Sorry, don't play it. All right, should we go back to a a new soldier, but to, uh, to go along with? Oh, that? okay. You want to talk about the soldier next? Uh yeah. Let's let's say hello and goodbye to Soldier of the Pantheon yeah. because he's showing up on Arena just in time to him be no longer see any play. Yeah. I mean, it's too. Uh, you know, it used to be soldier. like. He used to be like the third best um, two-one soldier, and now it's like the fourth best. So it, it's kind of just gotten mm-hmm. its boot out of uh, out of the mono white humans lists. Yeah, even the mono white uh, soldiers lists, I think, still are replacing it with recruitment officer mm. and not uh, keeping it around. It depends on the meta game. It could be a good sideboard card in the future. You know, yeah, maybe. I mean, somebody's playing nothing but dreadbores and Kolagon commands, and okay, this is fine. You know, when, yeah. when Oko and Uro were around, maybe it was okay. Yeah. But even then, I don't think you'd want to be playing Mono White. You want to be playing Uro and Oko. So. Another card that could possibly fit into the human stack, uh, I would say, is Mana Confluence, which is another card that got spoiled. And I know, you know, you've talked about this, you know, being used in other decks, but I think humans, especially five color humans or four color humans, whatever, what, even three color humans, it is a key card. But aside from humans, where do you think uh, we could see Mana Confluence showing up in uh, Explorer? You know, if we're looking at the uh, the decks that are currently popular. You know, I think it could help some of the multicolor decks. Uh, I don't usually want to see them in, like, a lot of those are slower decks, mm-hmm. so they don't really want them. Kind of where it's showed up in Pioneer is where you have, like, a two-color deck before you had the, the Painlands. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a red green last list used to run one or two of them. Now they're mostly just on your Olsen forest. So I feel like it's less necessary. Um, so again, it's kind of like it, it's showing up to the format just a little bit late here. Um, clearly they're kind of, you know, they're doing their research cycle, mm-hmm. uh, six months behind or whatever yeah. it is that wizards usually does. And uh, I feel like they're a little bit late to the game on this one. I think it could still show up maybe in Enigmatic or Five Color Niv. I know those decks don't really have the uh, Bring to Light, for example, yet in Five Color Niv. Mm. Um, but do people do play them. Uh, we also have Kruga okay. Fires coming up maybe as four or five colors. So I could definitely see this thing showing up as like a one or two of in a lot of those type of decks. I don't know if that's going to increase their win percentage at all and bring them higher 
uh, into the meta. I think Karuga Fires is actually doing really good uh, if you look at playing Pioneer's website. Or not playing Pioneer, playing playing uh, uh, playing Explorer's yeah, websites. Website. Yeah, so they, they rank that pretty high in their tier list, I believe. So... Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's it's definitely useful. It's definitely a welcome card, but like you said, it might be a little bit too late showing up. Yeah, and that's okay. It's okay. It still needed to be put into the format eventually, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe they should be making these 80 card lists instead of 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know me. I'm going to complain about that. Actually, they should be making these 80 card lists instead of 20 because I'm going to go ahead and point out, uh, you know, as long as we're still going vaguely Wooburg, Eerie Interlude is being put in here to be a, um, it's not Commander. What is it called on uh, Arena? Uh, Brawl? Brawl card. It's a Brawl card. Uh, or it's a um, Historic card. And they've done this before where they're like, hey, we want to put this card onto, you know, we want to put it onto the client for Brawl or we want to put it onto the client for Historic. But, oh, we don't have to put it in the Historic Anthology because it's technically Pioneer mm-hmm. Legal. So Why do they let's just throw it on this Pioneer. Uh... I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm surprised it's this and not the one that's, um, I forgot what it's called, uh, I don't know, Banishing Light or something like that. It's probably not that one. The one where if a creature comes into play and if it wasn't cast, it's exiled. I think it's from Origins. Oh, I literally forget that card every but it's, time. It's, it's, like, it actually has the... been pretty good. Hollowed Moonlight? Yeah, Hollowed Moonlight, I think, is what it is. Oh, my God. I'm surprised. That is one of my, like, top three cards that I have to look up the name of it every time, and I don't know why. That time I got it, but (laughs) I've looked up the name of that card a thousand times. I feel like that could really be used in this format, especially when you play decks like... uh, Well, actually, it wouldn't stop Karuga Fires, would it? Because they're still casting it with uh, Fires of Invention. Yes, they're still casting it there. But it would stop... um, uh, what is it? The Indomitable Creativity, right? It would stop Creativity. It would stop Collected Company, mm-hmm. in theory. It could stop Yorion if you time it right. Okay. You know, the, the stuff returning from Yorion. And I guess you could also play that human. What is it? The uh, the Priest or whatever? Uh, the... Yeah. You know, we, she never really... She, we, we were excited about her when she uh, was released, mm-hmm. but yeah, never really saw any play. Yeah, M19, I think she showed. But I can't remember the name. Uh, something something Priest. <laughs> Containment Priest. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Uh, okay, so uh, you talked about Eerie Interlude. If we're still doing Werberg Order, sort of, kind of, I want to talk about Ethereal Armor. Um, yes, that's the last white card. So, uh, sort of, kind of. You know, we've already had Michiko's, uh, Michiko's uh, was something truth, I think. I forgot forgot the name of it, sorry. Rain. But Michiko is the, uh, the, the white and a one mana card that gives plus X plus X equal to the number of of enchantments or auras that you control plus we already had uh, all that glitters and this is kind of like the final part of that trifecta of aura cards that you need i don't know if we have glade cover scout i don't think we can do that's what i was about to ask that's the number one card where i'm like yeah but we're missing yeah that's kind of a key part of the version that sees any play right now is having those boggle creatures yeah um and i don't think those are on arena which is Kind of means that this you is have a, to a go. bit of a flop because yeah, I mean people, uh, you know, I, yeah, go go try it, like have some fun with it. But I think that it's a bit of a flop to not have that glade cover scout. You know, that's a common. You can just put mm. it anywhere. I think um, you know they people still have maybe their their cards, their deck from uh, blue white or sorry black white auras when uh, that was a thing on arena. And this would be nice to slot in there and try out again, but I think people will quickly realize without Luris, you know, it's just maybe not as good. I have seen some people trying to play 
um, Black White Auras in Pioneer again, and they've had some limited success, maybe at smaller events. But hey, it should be at least a fun card. Um, Can I tangent for a second? I just had a thought as I was like, hey, you know, like what's taking them so long to put these cards on Arena? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, Glade Covered Scout, it's a 1-1 with Hexproof. That should be the easiest card to put on. Like the only thing that would take any time would be the art, I would assume, Uh because... I'm sure they're programmed to have a one one with hexproof like that. That's the easiest thing in the book. Um, how would you feel? This is just totally hypothetical. If they put all of the rest of the pioneer cards on, but they didn't have the art up right away. Like if they just had, you know, basically a blank card for like the commons and uncommons that probably no one will ever use. Mm. But in case someone like did, a placeholder. they've got the card for it. Yeah, you know, kind of like a placeholder that you could still mm. play. But um, they haven't, you know, spent the full time to program it, you know, to put the art on, to size it for the right thing, to give it a animation, anything like that. Because I'm sure that's what takes the time. It doesn't take them that time to beta. program. This is a two-two with mm-hmm. trample, you know. Sounds kind of beta to me. You know, something that yeah, maybe people wouldn't like that. But if it would mean that you could have a literal pioneer tournament and have it that, like, hey, I'm I'm someone. I just want to stick this, you know, this two-two vanilla creature from a pioneer legal set into my sideboard. It's a pioneer deck. Mm -hmm. Um, You should be able to do that on and still play, you know, one of the competitive formats that magic's trying to push on arena, you know, just a hypothetical. I'm wondering like how you would feel if, you know, you're playing against opponent and they've got what looks like, you know, a proxy on the other side, because it's just not programmed in to have art yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm looking, uh, and there's absolutely nothing with hex proof in explorer right now. That's too bad. (laughs) I think there's some white cards that are indestructible, but you might as well just play black, black, white in that situation. All right, so or mono white or white red or we yeah, whatever. I did uh, all the white. Then what is the next well, card? Let, that's let's coming? count the uh, the not quite white is uh, Eldrazi Displacer. Okay, where do you see this showing up uh, and getting? I'm excited about it because this is another kind of fun pet card, but uh, it doesn't really see play right now. You know, no. I was playing along with it, so there's some fun stuff you can do with like Sarah Paragon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was messing with that deck. I was getting to like blink Fable and uh, you know re- get the front side again. You know, blink Sarah Paragon and be able to buy back a second thing. Some weird things like that. It was a fun deck, but it, it's not going to be competitive. Uh, there are some infinite combos you mm-hmm. can do. Those aren't competitive either. You know, even the um, I think that the versions of oh, who's that um the pod lady, Birthing Pod Vanifar. Yeah, Vanifar, um, they're they're moving away from Eldrazi Displacer. There used to be infinite combos with that. Uh, but I think that the, the current versions are better. Yeah, so I'm um, not really sure this will see any play right now, but I'm glad to have it on the format because I will continue to mess with it if there's ever potential in the future. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how it's going to show up in the other formats like Historic or Alchemy or whatever. I, I don't really care. But, um, you know, it would be nice to have on the platform. It's also getting into the fact that they wanted to have a bit of an Eldrazi theme yeah. here. So do we want to talk about the Eldrazi next? Yeah, Is that sure. a place to go? Well, I can talk about one I'm excited about. Sure, talk about one you're excited uh, about. I'm excited about Worldbreaker because I'm a big fan of Ramp. You remember that a couple of months back when I was like, oh, Tarka Ramp, do. Tarka Ramp. Um, but I can finally play it. You know, we have Ulamog on the on the uh, the clients already. We also have uh, some other big spells like the, uh, what's it, 7-7 Elemental of the City. Well, we have Cityscape Leveler. That's another good target. It's kind of like an Eldrazi. Um, uh, but, yeah, we have pretty much all the cards. Uh, maybe not so much of the ramp. Uh, but we have a lot of the cards uh, available on uh, uh, Arena already. And this is a great card to have. It's a 5-7 uh, 
uh, Reach, Eldrazi, and uh, when it comes into play, you exile uh, target artifact, enchantment, or land, which is just amazing. And mm-hmm. it's a cast trigger, which means, you know, it really can't be countered. I love it. And, of course, it's seven mana, which means you got to pretty much play it in a ramp. But um, the big thing is that you can pay two and a colorless sacrifice of land and return it uh, from your graveyard to your hand. One of the things that the uh, arena is missing is like a lot of those other Eldrazi land cards like there's no forsaken temple there's no uh ugin's uh sanctum of ugin or anything like that which kind of suck but you know it's still a very powerful card if you're playing this in a ramp deck so i'm excited i'll be playing this oh i want kozilek's return we didn't get that one either that's another Ooh, that's a shame because we did get kozilek i was gonna say about Wolderbreaker though is that um, yeah, you know, it did see some fringe play, but I do think that if we're excited about ramp from this set, that there's other things to be more oh, excited I mean, about. If, if you're talking about ramp and not <laughs> devotion, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I would say. All right. You know, well, let's let's uh, let's finish off with the um, the Eldrazi here. So you did mention it. Is Kozlak the Great yeah. Distortion is now going to be on here? That's the ten mana one that doesn't see any play whatsoever, and then pretty much any. I format. will play it though. I will play it because okay. it's it's in my. It's in my collection after I get this next week. Yes, I will definitely have this as at least a one of. Just to thank you for for doing, you know, making wizards doing, feel doing, justified, doing the gods um, of magic work. Do we want to talk about the good Eldrazi now? Are there is there more? Oh yeah, there's another one. Okay, <laughs> there's Thought Not Seer as well as Matter Shaper here. I, I do. And, uh, do they not? Is Reality Smasher not included? No, Reality Smasher is not here. Oh, what are they doing? Um, I do want to All point right, out. So that's sad. You know, since all these Eldrazi do have a colorless in their thing, it is great that we finally got the uh, um, Painlands so that we have uh, more ways to make uh, colorless mana. But yeah, you want to talk about true, true. Thought Not Seer next, you said? Or do you want to talk about both? Yeah, both Thought Not Seer. Um, yeah, we'll kind of talk about them together. I feel like most times they're going to go in the same kind of decks. Uh, you know, it's a decent card. It really hasn't been seen in play. It probably is a little bit worse than what's going on in like red black midrange is the issue right now Mm -hmm. you know it's that similar same kind of card but it's also not the best into removal heady decks because if they've got multiple ways to remove a four toughness creature then it's you know it's a zero for one like you're Mm -hmm. you're kind of one for one yourself a little bit what is exiled for good yeah yeah whatever it is that gets exiled and the other one, Mattery Shaper, what about that one? Could this see some play maybe in some, some uh, I don't know, Coco decks or, or something like that? Possibly. You know, that this one, I like 3-2 as a 3-drop is a little bit scary in Pioneer because of Bone Crusher Giant. But you don't hate this getting Bone Crusher Giant. It replaces in. itself, Like, I think right? Mattery Shaper could... Yeah, you know, it's it's okay enough where it could see play, but I feel like it would need other synergies to make me want to play it over my other options. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I'm in red, I'd rather play Bone Crusher Giant. If I'm in black, I'd rather play Graveyard Trespasser. If I'm in, you know, the other colors, am I really going to be some kind of aggro deck that wants this? Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of where there's some uh, there's some play. I mean, the neat thing about, you know, having this stuff on Arena is that they never really got the time of day on Pioneer because of all the other cards that, like you said, are better than them. But I think, you know, when people have less to work with, they will try out a lot of different avenues to see what works and what doesn't. So I'm excited to see if this shows up. I think there will be some somebody that finds a place for it. And then we'll be like, okay. oh, hey, Neats, I didn't know about that. Maybe I'll try that in Pioneer. Um... 
Yeah. Uh, next card. So we've talked about. A, oh, if we're talking about ramp, you know, I said I was excited about World Breaker. I kind of want to talk about Courser of Crufix as well. So Courser of Crufix, the two four for one green in a green, and uh, you play with the top card of your library revealed, and you can play land cards from the top of your library, and in whenever a land enters the battlefield, you gain one life. So this is something I always played with in the sideboard of my uh, my ramp decks. Um, just because you're mm-hmm. putting a lot of lands into play, you know, you have a lot of those cards that say, search your library, put a land into play, search your library, put a land into play. But this is also kind of a neat card to brew with uh, Scape Shift, which is on the client. And, you know, we do have, I think, Dread Presence, which I, I believe, was it you that just posted about that, that Scape Shift deck? Uh, in in our uh, Discord, no, I hadn't. Or no? But you know, I'd been hoping you'd do something with Escape Shift. You know, you keep threatening to. Somebody somebody made a Escape Shift deck that went like five zero, I think, on okay. MTGO. And oh, I gotta check yeah, that out. Yeah, so it's with the Dread Presence and Escape Shift and a couple other cards. But this is a really cool card to to play with. I would love to see. I mean, even with that that new um, what is it the the land uh, not the land the uh, the X was it X X Green Green. Yeah, that's the Awaken the Forest or something like that. Yeah. Awaken the Wilderness, maybe. Yeah, that could be a neat card to play with this as well. You know, landfall triggers and, and stuff like that. So that, this should be a fun card. I think this might see some play. Uh, sideboard especially, maybe not mainboard, but um, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's Man, I'm starting to just feel like this whole set is like, this is all the stuff if they had released this at like the beginning mm-hmm. of Pioneer mm-hmm. and stuff, people would be going nuts because all this stuff was like great then. Everyone is excited about it from like this is all yeah. stuff that was good in like Oath of the Gatewatch standard. Uh-huh. Or like uh Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's like a lot of origins, a lot of Oath of the Gatewatch and Zendikar. Mm-hmm. Um and then some Theros stuff, but like these just aren't good cards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. Most of these are okay, but there's some good ones. We still have we haven't touched a lot of these decks or a lot of these cards. Okay, so. yeah, let's keep going. Um, Course of the Crew folks does not have a home right now. Okay. You know, it saw some play at a time when Omnath, you know, four color Omnath Rampy decks were popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a deck right now at all. Okay, what's your next choice then? What card do you want to talk about? Uh, are we done in green, or can we talk about Seder Wayfinder yet? Uh, we let's didn't talk, talk about Seder Wayfinder. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's an important one to be put on this, the system. Uh, again, we've kind of outlived it. Like, we're not as much seeing it in the Absent Parallelians really? anymore. Are we? Uh, know, maybe. maybe maybe I'm wrong here. Well, I know that, you know, we are going to be getting uh, Shadows of Innistrad next next spring. or Actually, no, early early winter, right? Like January, February, I think we're going to get that. And this is going to be a great way to activate Delirium, which will definitely, you know, people I think will be playing around with come next year. Um, hmm. any other decks I could use other than okay Parhelia? okay I, if I'm looking at a pioneer list they are still using uh, Seder mm. Wayfinder so I guess that's probably where it'll pick it yeah. up but like the dredge deck isn't really a thing anymore no. I would have loved to see that um, do you guys have Grizzly, Se- Grizzly Salvage I yet I think so yeah I'm pretty sure okay, we have that Grizzly helps. Salvage yeah we got well, Mulch Grizzly Salvage yeah Grizzly from, Salvage I think okay. was like a hit in either in a historic thing or maybe it was in the last Explorer um, anthology I'm not sure Got it, got it. Okay, then that could be all right. Yeah, so that'll definitely be a fun card. That's an enabler, and it shows up in decks where, like, you never really expect it. And like, oh, yeah, I can see how this works now. You know, there's there's definitely a lot of graveyard interaction in uh, Pioneer slash Explorer, so I, it'll definitely see play. 
There is. Ooh, and then here's a big one is uh, Nylea's Presence yeah. is the last green one. Do you want to talk about why I'm excited about is that card? Does this have something to do with Enigmatic Incarnation? It does. Um, so the card's good enough. Like, there were a handful of competing cards that are just, you know, it's a two-man enchantment that draws you a card. You want some of those in that deck because you want to be sacrificing for three mm-hmm. drops. Um, this one has been particularly good because putting this on a land means that you have all five basic land types. Mm. So the, your uh, prismatic, what is it called? Uh, what is the removal spell called? Oh, gosh. Uh, the big white thing that destroys stuff. Uh, binding? Is how it's... Yeah, uh, it, yeah, binding. Okay, um, that will now cost one mana wow. with this in play or whatever it is. I better put back to nature in my sideboard. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, th- that's what's good about it is that it really enables you to play a very cheap Leyland binding. Mm-hmm. And even versions of the deck have been playing some number of seven drops because it's then easy enough to sacrifice that Leyland binding and go find mm-hmm. a seven drop, which can be game ending if you're doing it right. Yeah, and I, I don't. Again, I don't think. I mean, I know Karuga Fires is big. I don't know if Enigmatic is big in Explore right now, so this should definitely help it out a little bit. Because Karuga Fires is, yeah, it's it's including white because it's got the Omnath, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so many other cards I want to talk about. Um, okay, keep going, yeah. But I don't. I want to. I want. I want you to talk about the big one, in the room. Well, you okay. Remember, we're in Wooburg order, yeah, so you've so gone white, colorless, green, which is... White, colorless, green. Okay, so where, where, we, where should we go next? I think there's, like, only one black card in so here. So blue, <laughs> blue is next. There's only... Okay. Uh, there, you know what? Let's skip blue. It's got Dispel, which I guess is uh, yeah. not seen play in 10 years, yeah. and Clever Impersonator, which is not for Pioneer. Um, or... Could Clever, Clever Impersonator see play in the Gerudo combo? Oh, I'll tell you what. No. I mean, it could, but that, that deck's not... I, I don't... Are you guys that really that desperate that you would play this one? Because like I mean, there are better four drop uh, shapeshifters in Pioneer at the very least. I don't know for sure that there are in Explorer, but I've got to assume that most of them are. It's probably the same. I mean, it doesn't play that. That deck doesn't play it. I know they they play like four Garuda, and then they've got Altered Ego. They've got the one that can recast from the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, let me see if I can. Altered find Ego list is because... from Shadows of Innistrad, and it's not there yet. Yeah. It's not. It's uh, not on the client. Or is that Origins? Really? Is it Altered Ego? The green, green, Let me blue look that up first. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Shadows of Rainus, right? I think. Might be. Um, but yeah, I was thinking it was... there's like the Mirror Pool Mimic, right? I think that's one of them. Okay, Shadows of Rainestrad. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have it yet, but people could probably start playing it, maybe trying it out with this. But yeah, blue again. Sorry, I didn't see those, so I was going to jump right to black. <laughs> uh, black only has one card. Which is kind of strange, but I guess it's okay for now. We're going to get a lot more stuff maybe in uh, Shadows of Innistrad uh, Remastered. Um, the only black card we yeah. got is Zulaport's Zula Cutthroats. And I know that, you know, they're trying to make Rally Ancestors a thing again. And maybe this could fit in. Five years ago, Rally the Ancestors could have been a thing yeah. again. <laughs> I mean, we definitely have ways to put stuff in the graveyard. It just feels too, how can I say too naked to removal and interaction or not interaction but like uh uh graveyard hate and stuff like that yeah it's too fair yeah because it's like what zulu Cutthroat, celebrants and then now you have uh what's the other one the uh the mythic rare enchantment a uh, meat hook massacre yeah. yeah so people will try it out i think it'll be fine as a fun deck and explorer i don't think it's gonna make it any better than it already is though Okay, okay. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It might catch some people off guard. 
So we did blue, we did white, we did black, uh, red. Yes. A couple good cards here. Do you want to talk about one? Ooh, I see Rending Volley. That I'm pretty excited about mm. because that sees a lot of play as a hate card yeah. for the white decks. Yeah. Um, as well as some of for the blue decks because it did, you know, we used to see a lot of play when it was able to kill Thing in the Ice, which was a popular card, uh, as well as being good into, you know, you really, really, really need to kill Adeline. Mm-hmm. So being able to hit that is one of the most important things about this card. Um, they can still give it, you know, indestructible in response or hexproof, but uh, for the most part, fantastic card. Glad to see it in the sideboard. There is a possibly bigger one that's, uh, you, want, you want to talk about it? Uh, you're talking about Fiery Impulse, right? No. no. Okay. <laughs> uh, Edelon? Fire Impulse is... Fire Re- okay, we can talk about Fire Impulse real quick, is that it's gotten outdated. We got Strangle now, and that's pretty much just better. But, but yes, doesn't Fire Phoenix Impulse still it? please... It it sees non-zero amount of play, so I'm glad it's in this uh, anthology, but it's not an exciting card. Like It's not like if I was going to make a list of, oh, these are the cards that are really missing from, uh, from Explorer to be Pioneer. Uh, I don't think that would have made my list. Okay. I mean, impulse is fine. I'm not. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not disappointed or excited for Whatever. it. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, Edelon of the Great Revel is the other big red card that's showing up here. So if you don't know what that is, it's a two-two for red and red. And whenever a player casts a uh, spell with converted mana cost three or less, it deals two damage to that player. And that is just a nasty card against combo and mid-range slower mid-range decks. If you have multiples of these in your mono red deck, oh boy. Wow, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt that player for sure. Um, I think this will... I mean, we just got Monastery Swift Spear, uh, Monastery Swift Spear on um, uh, Arena with the last Brothers War set. So I think this is going to supercharge Mono Red. And we finally okay. have a Mono Red. A good mon- Red deck wins. I don't, I don't What is its meta share right now? It's, it can't be that high. Yeah, red deck wins is like seven percent, but like Rakdos Aggro is like thirty-one percent. Right? I mean, that's yeah, that seems like over a the last few issue. weeks. Rakdos mid range. Yeah. Um. So you know, mono red's okay, but yeah, it could struggle if uh if the format's going to be like Karuga's fires, red Rakdos mid range. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> mm. But I, I definitely think it'll help out. I mean, right now Karuga fires has been getting up to A rank. I think a lot of those type of slower decks are going to get taken down a notch. Okay. Control maybe sees a little bit less, you know, will get hurt by all this good mono red. I think, like I said, Kruger Fires will see a little bit, a little bit of damage from from that as well. Um, but yeah, what else? I mean, this is just amazing. I'm just thinking about how twenty five thousand gold coins, or I think it's like two thousand gems, get you all these cards, and I'm just so happy. Mm. Like I would pay that just for like the four, the four uh, Edelon and uh the four world breaker uh oh, what i mean we have four man of confluence i mean there's there's value in here already yes there's jank but there's some good value in here okay um that, that's good here i do want to finish it out with we've got we've kind of skipped over the most important card here mm-hmm. which is definitely sliver hive lord yes uh no that yeah. card is a again it's a commander card yeah. or whatever they call commander i think it's for historic decided to yeah, they put it in here because it's technically legal, and mm-hmm. they want to print as few Pioneer cards as possible. Yeah, they want to milk it for as much as they can. 
All right, let me shout out two more first before we talk about the most important one. We've got Shaman of the Pack and we've got Reflector Mage. Neither of these see play, um, but they're they both good cards. A that are like, yeah, like Elves is very borderline. Like it has a great mono green matchup and pretty much nothing else. You don't ever want to play it in a format where Rakdos midrange is the best deck on both Pioneer and Explorer. Yeah, we don't have Court of Calling. Um, I don't think we even have Edric of, of Evolution yet. Uh, basically, you could play Fauna Shaman. You know, you basically only have Collected Company to kind of get that stuff into play right now, so it is kind of missing that uh, combo kill. Yeah, among other things. Mm. But I like it. I think it's a good. It'll be a fun card. Again, people will enjoy playing it. You know, especially okay, maybe uh, not at mythic uh, level. Let's but. talk about the whole reason. You know, the one card on this list that matters. I think I could almost say like it's the only card on this list that matters is Nixthos. 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 Mm. Yeah, I mean, you talked about this before, like when we were saying what card needs to be on the client. So, of course, this will enable mono green, but how how good will it be? You know, what are we still missing? Well, that that's a question for you: is what are we still missing? I mean, that's definitely uh, you've from got that Oath deck. of Nissa. You know, we do not have Oath of Nissa. That's one of the big cards. Oh, that that um, is a big. card. There's missing. no Sylvan Caryatid. I don't know if it plays that though. Wait, what? There's no Sylvan Carry added? Yeah. Why are they printing any of these cards and not those ones? Yeah. <laughs> and as I, I was actually going to point that out later, you know, uh, when we go over, like, hey, what are we still missing? But yeah, I think those I mean, are like, the... that's not the most important card for the deck, but, like, it's a Monodork. It's so easy to print. Yeah. Why not just print it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'm excited not only for Mono Green. But because I think there's going to be some other decks you can play this with as well. I think some people were playing this in Angels, like it's one or two of, um, to kind of go super large with your, uh, uh, what is it? The uh, Kyla's Reconstruction. It's kind of like a Mono White uh, Devotion Angels deck. Uh, and I, okay. Again, I played Mono uh, mono Red Devotion before because Fanatic of Mogus is on there. And we just got Edilon as well. Uh, we have Goblin Chain Whirlers. So I'm going to have some fun that and we also have the ley lines the 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 red ones that come into play for free you know uh, so you have turn zero nykthos and we also have burning tree emissary oh my god it's gonna be so exciting sorry <laughs> i mean hey go off yes. see what it does <laughs> um uh mono black devotion maybe people i think you know, gray merchants on on the build i know it's seen play in uh historic but i don't know if okay. they'll see play in explorer Hmm. but it's a fun card. It's a fun card. How, so yeah, how n- without Oath of Nyssa and Sylvan carried it, but with Nykthos here, how do you see Mono Green doing? I think Mono Green's like at B rank right now. I think it's like, yeah, T-O-G. I think that it's going to really power it up. You know, it's been the best deck. It's been one of the very top decks on, uh, in pioneer for quite a mm-hmm. while. And this is going to add to that. You know, it'll make it stronger, I would assume. I know some people have been playing so, the Jeweled Lotus instead. I think it was a Jeweled Lotus? The, or Nick, uh, the, no, the, that one's Nick, a... The, no, Nykthos. Uh, sorry. The Lotus of Nyx or something. Oh, Lotus Field. Lotus Field. Well, they're playing that too. But the, the Lotus of Nyx, they were playing with the Devotion. It comes into play taps. You get Devotion. You get oh, okay. Code. Oh, ooh, yeah. That's, that's what they were playing because they didn't have Nykthos. But they don't have to do that anymore. See what they need to do to, fr- to mimic a fraction of our power. <laughs> there we go. Wasn't that from like a comic or something or some movie? Yeah, it was uh, Invincible. Uh, okay. 
what else do we have? Nykdos is the big card. I think we've talked pretty much about everything else, right? Are we missing anything? Uh, nope, we're pretty much... that. that that's pretty much the set. Yeah, Wastes. Yeah, that was the other thing that's coming out. So, um, let's move on. Well, actually, I was going to say I have some brews. I don't know if you want to hear them real quick or not. Sure, I want to hear your brews. Uh, so basically, I made two brews. I made a brew around uh, Zillapur Cutthroat, and I also made a brew around, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Ramp. So the Zillapur Cutthroat one, that's pretty basic. I just took a, uh, the same uh, Rally, the Ancestor deck that I had before um, with, uh, you know, what is it? The Serrated, I think the Serrated, yeah, Serrated Scorpion, uh, Stitcher Supplier, uh, what was this? What else do I have in there? Sorry. Meyer Triton. I'm trying to read at an angle here. Corpse Knights, uh, Celebrant, okay. Rally Ancestors, Meathook Massacre, Woe Strider, um, and um, what is the other one? Deadly Dispute. There we go. So very, 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 very concentrated uh, Rally Ancestors deck. Put a lot of stuff in your graveyard. Get it all back. Um, sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. You win. Uh, and you just put those four Zulaport Cutthroat right in there. My other build is uh, the Eldrazi Ramp. So like you said, we are missing Oath of Nyssa, sadly. Uh, mm. We do have a couple other cards. So basically what I'm trying, I'm trying to emulate that. I have uh, uh, Arbor, sorry, Boreal Grazer, of course. That was in my original deck. And I have the Parasite Druid instead of Sylvan Caryatid because, you know, it's kind of similar, I guess. Uh, Cultivate is on the client, so I do have that to get you know uh, cards out more quickly uh i'm trying out bushwhack which it grabs you a card or also acts as removal which i think is kind of cool that's kind of like uh, my uh placeholder for um for what do you call for oath of, for nissa. Oath of nissa uh that's kind of cool i do like that card um i fear that you might so my, my problem there is that I'm afraid that you're only going to have elves in the late game and you're going to have huge creatures in the... So you're going to have only elves in the beginning of the game and well, you're going to have I'm huge not creatures in the game. Oh, you're not playing any no, elves? No, I don't play elves at all. So what what creatures do you have to fight against your opponents? You know, your opponent plays an Eidolon and you're under the gun. Paradise. I'm par- afraid I have Bushwhack doesn't help you remove it. Paradise Druid, if I need to. It's a 2-1 with... with hex- <laughs> but I mean, uh, basically the whole thing is like you're supposed to get out a turn three... Uh, a turn three uh, Cavalier of the Thorns, which you can do pretty pretty easily here. It's four. I don't think you can do that very easily without an elf. Well, I mean, I have a Boreal Grazer, puts an extra land into play, and then Cultivate, you know, on turn, you know, if you have three. Yeah, I guess you don't. I mean, I never played it with elves, and it was fine. Mm, okay. Um, but I just, I just play great uh how could i say board wipes in the sideboard to get deal with that anyways this is just my my brew you know i'll update it later but okay, we okay. got two ulamogs uh three ugins um i have the uh cityscape leveler is one of them i'm trying that out trying that out and uh titan of industry that's another good one yeah titan of industry hmm. playing 25 lands uh including the carpathian forest and uh was it blast zone I think Arch of his Arch of his uh, what is that? Orzaka. There we go. Sorry, I can't read that. Orzaka, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and then also the Treasure Vault. And uh, again, we don't have a lot of ways to cast that uh, colorless, those colorless spells. But I do want to have that ability. So I'm playing those pain, uh, pain lands like uh, Carpathian Forest. And then we'll just, I'm just going to slot in 
Um, maybe that Kozilek and the the four world breaker right there. I might have to work a little bit on my ramping. You know, the the early game, like you said, how am I going to get around? You know, those really fast decks. But like in this, like I said in the sideboard, I got some uh, removal. I got some anger of the gods. Uh, I got some abraid. Um, maybe I don't. I might need a little bit more than that. I think I'm going to play three. Uh, what is it? Three. Uh, can't think of the name. Course of Crufix as well will probably be in the sideboard of this deck. So that's my okay. idea. Maybe I'll play some of those awaken the dryad, you know, spells too. Hmm. We'll see. So that's my brew. Uh, what about you? Can you think of any brews off the top of your head, real quick? Like, how could you use? No, I would cards? mostly be interested in you know making the decks that are in Pioneer, but making them for a arena. Can you do that? I mean, so you just update basically, we, kind of like what we talked about in today's show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Why would I make? Why would I brew in uh, Explorer when I can brew in, uh, in Pioneer? Okay, so you're just gonna ports. You're not gonna have any fun. Okay, I got it. I got it. No, I'm going to have all the fun. Okay. Pioneer's the best format in the, in the world. <laughs> all right. So kind of just to, to wrap this up, I got, I got two more things I wanted to talk about. Uh, the first we kind of talked about already is like, how is this going to change the Explorer meta? Um, hmm. You know, all these cards. I think Grease Fang is going to get a little bit better. Mono Devotion, like we said, going to get better. Humans, we're going to get better. We talked about that already. Mono Red's going to get better. Do you see any other interactions, any other changes you know if we're looking at for example the uh the tier list or the uh the current top eight uh that shows up on uh on arena like is rakdos gonna be the see. number so, one guy? yeah rakdos didn't really get anything right no. did it did it so mono green is gonna be the biggest change there and mono green is a great deck against rakdos um, you know, we said Gruel Vehicles might get a little bit better mm -hmm. against Rakdos. Um, with uh, Mutavault. I think there's some potential that you, yeah, you know, with Mutavault. There's some potential here that we might see, like, a little bit of a change up. Like, but it can't change too much because it, Rakdos is also the best deck on um, on Pioneer. Mm. Yeah, it's got, if we look, I'm looking at the last four months of the metagame, at least for what's been, like, um, how can I say, uh, what's been submitted to this website in, like, it says Rakdos has like a 32% metagame share, which is insane on Arena. I definitely think that'll take him down to like 20% maybe. And we'll see Mono Green like at 10% or like, you know, maybe maybe 12%, maybe even higher than that. But it'll it'll definitely, okay. we'll, we'll definitely have like three decks at the top, three or four decks at the top after uh, next week. Um, last question. Uh, I mean, unless you wanted to say anything else about how the meta will change, what you think will happen. Nope, that, that would be good. Yeah, we can uh, move towards wrapping it so up. So last question, what are we still missing? Any cards that kind of stick out uh, other than Oath of Nyssa and Sylvan Carrier that we already kind of talked about that we would need to see? That probably, okay, something that's not going to show up in Shadows of Innistrad. Oh. Well, why would Sylvan Carrier added show up in no, Shadows of No, I'm just saying, Innistrad? what cards are we missing that won't show up in in uh, Shadows of Innistrad. Because Shadows uh, of Innistrad is going to bring some cards. Yeah. I, I don't know at the time At the time what's still missing. Um, I'm sure I could take a look at what previously okay. we had said for cards that were missing, but no, I, I don't have a list. Okay, I got a list. Uh, Dreadbore, we talked about that before, still missing. Ooh, that's a big Abrupt one. Decay, yeah. still missing. I would like to see that. Bring to Light, still missing. Uh, Treasure Cruise, Dig Through Time, still missing. I think that would okay. really help... Um, phoenix 
you know, Phoenix would get yeah, a lot better. Yeah, that seems like a huge absence. Uh, hidden Strings, no Hidden Strings. Um, we will be Ooh. getting Pour Over the Pages, though, in uh, Shadows of Innistrad, which will, I don't know, maybe we're, we'll get kind of close to having Lotus Field on the client. Uh, Thespian Stage, though, we don't have that either. Sorry, never mind. Oh, so they just don't <laughs> want to put Pioneer on the format. Yeah. Uh, Sylvan Scrying is another one. I think that shows up in some some decks. And then um, for me, because I'm you know I've been playing Bard class, uh, Xenagos, God of Revel. I'm missing that one. That's probably never going to come though. They'll probably have Theros remastered, and that's when I'll get it. It sure sounds like they have no interest in actually programming Pioneer on yeah. the arena. I don't know. This 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 episode made me feel negative. You, really? I was supposed to, you were supposed to be convincing me, and I'm kind of like wow. They are not I making you'd an be attempt happy. to. Uh, I mean, because they got Nykthos on here now. Mutable. There's a lot. They of... put one card on. I mean, yes, it was the top list of the cards that they needed to put I on. Think... But, but here's the thing: it's like they, mm. they need to give give us more than one card every six months. I was gonna say, I think this almost mirrors. Like, I think the metagame will almost mirror what Pioneers like. After this, we're missing a lot of those niche cards. That's fair, but but Lotus Field is coming back in Pioneer, um, so maybe yeah. that that. But I do think they're going to be close. But I, I just think like you're missing, you can't just mishold deck type like archetypes that affect the format. Okay, so agree or disagree? I would say we're at about eighty five percent of Pioneer on Arena right now. Um, maybe. Uh, yeah. It's it's so hard to say. Like, what's your percentage count? What do you mean my percentage count? Like, like maybe, but like, like depends where you're coming from. Cards. If you're like, hey, we've got 85% of the decks or like 85%, 85% of the decks. decks look- yeah. Or I would say, I would say, well, I would say in both cases, I say like most decks are just missing like one or two cards, um, which is, hmm. is not, you know, huge. Like I said, uh, well, maybe not Lotus Field, but, you know, Treasure Cruise for, for, uh, for Phoenix along with Thing of the Ice. Well, that's Thing of the Ice is coming out soon. And then we just need a treasure cruise, basically. Okay, so the stack. question is, does that mean that the deck is 85% of the way there? Or does that mean that the deck is 0% of the way there because you can't play it on Arena right oh, now? Oh, you can. People have played it. But it's you not, can't. You can't good. play the Pioneer version can't, on You Arena can't play right it now, well. But yeah, I would say we're, I, I would say we're 85% of the deck is done. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, thank you for letting me talk about Explorer. I'm excited. I play it a lot more than MTGO because I don't have the money and the time to really put, you know effort into learning that that platform and i'm lazy and arena does everything for me which is nice but <laughs> okay. uh, hopefully uh you will try it out in the future yeah, there's there's good things about arena i'm being i'm being negative today but i definitely um i don't like the the slow rollout mm-hmm. of things that should be oh, very yeah. very 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 easy to do and i think most uh players should probably mirror your your feelings about that okay all right. Well, you want to wrap us up then? Yeah, so I'll wrap us up here. So if you guys enjoyed this content, you heard me complaining, you heard Ryan being <laughs> excited, uh, and you want to hear more of this, then you can go ahead and follow us at MTG Pioneer. That's the best place to stay up to date with everything Pioneer that's going on. We tweet and retweet all kinds of Pioneer content and some Explorer content. And uh, you can find us there all the time, as well as find a link to our Discord there. Yeah, Discord. I'm totally active, and I'm, I'm excited to see all you guys listening to us. really appreciate everybody stopping in and uh, sharing their feelings about Pioneer. Love talking about it. Um, but yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at YoJapanHobbyist. And I'm also on Hive, but I guess that's still you know a work in progress. <laughs> yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll eventually use it a little bit more. I like being able to write longer posts. But anyways, thanks for showing up, people.
All right. Thank you all for listening. We are the First Pioneers Podcast. We look forward to being your go-to source for pioneer information online. Your first pioneers are historically out. No, exploring out. Exploring out? What am I? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the name of the format okay. is. I'm like, I really don't play. We're arenaing there out. All right. <laughs>